The McElroy brothers are not experts, and their advice should never be followed. Travis insists he's a sexpert, but if there's a degree on his wall, I haven't seen it. Also, this show isn't for kids, which I mention only so the babies out there will know how cool they are for listening. What's up, you cool baby? It's familiar, but not too familiar, but not too Everybody, uh, this is me, Griffin McRoy, your youngest brother. This is me, Travis McRoy, your middlest brother. And this is my brother, my brother, and me, where we take your advice and we do all kinds of crazy stuff. Uh, there's going to be a lot of goofs and a lot of pranks. And Justin's not here uh, because he's on island time. And this is going to be like one of those episodes where everybody's like trapped in the broom closet and we're like, but remember that time we rode that roller coaster and like then we play a clip from that. It'll be a lot like that, except that we won't be talking between the clips uh, and we're not trapped anywhere. And Justin is, I don't know, probably having a margarita. He's not, he's not in the broom closet. He's not even here. It's like we said, man, remember that time Justin was here and we were able to record? Man, I wish we were all in a broom closet together. Folks, listen, in this episode, we're going to bust out some of our favorite pranks and our favorite spoofs. And, uh, and also some of our least favorite. And this span was when Sad Libs was, was created. Oh, my God. Really? I, I haven't gone through my assigned episodes to pull out the, the classic bits yet. I feel like this is when we really matured as a podcast. When we, when we stopped being polite and... Started talking about poop for 10 started minutes. Started just being very rude. Which is... I, get, I have a problem with that tagline now that I think about it. Because it's like, you can be real and still be polite. Like, that my sort of... My realness is my my politeness, I feel they like. They should have just said, like, when we stopped being fakey, fake bullshit people right. and started being even more bullshit people, but in an honest way. Or when we stopped being bullshit and we started being polite. I would watch. Better. I would watch that show, The Polite World. Um, excuse me, Stephen. Did you eat my peanut butter? Oh, I'm dead. I'm sorry. I thought it was mine. No, that's fine. Could you just pick some more up when you're at the store? Yeah, I totally will. Roll credits, folks. We're gonna bust out some of our favorite goofs and our favorite pranks in this episode, and we hope you enjoy them. What's the what is the range of of episodes again? This is, Trabby? I believe, seventy two to eighty one. Oh, some really great stuff in there. Oh man, seventy seven. Forget about it. I forget everything we've ever said before, like this mid-May, and that's not a that's not a lie. I'm looking forward to hearing these episodes for the first time. I was really uh, excited to hear cro- Croco Swine in here. Completely forgotten oh, about Croco Swine. Yeah. Well, spoiler alert: Croco Swine's coming, uh, folks. We're gonna bust out some of our favorite suits from our favorite pranks, and here they come. And we'll talk to you here in just a little bit. Take a chance. I'm sorry. Like, can we take a step back here? Why is prop? Why is like? Every romantic encounter that this girl has, like Robert Redford in Indecent Proposal. Like, why is there be a proposition? Like, oh, excuse me. There I mean, is $10,000 in my hotel room upstairs. You have to find it. My associate Reginald has a briefcase with $100,000. I am propositioning you. What accent is that? What uh, the- half comic book guy, half uh, Hitchcock. Okay. It was really, really scary. (laughs) Maybe that's why the guy is intimidated. 
the Hello. unmarked, much like myself. <laughs> no needle of tattoo has touched my skin. I'm ready to make love to you. Ah, oh, Jesus. Yeah. I am so upset. Reginald, That's... open the briefcase. I... <laughs> You will see the bills are in Ugandan currency. They are untraceable. Oh, $100,000 in gold cougarans. gold bullion. My associate Reginald will take this gold bullion to a deposit box of your selection. <laughs> that oh, point, God. A brief fleeting lovemaking will commence. Oh, Jesus. Now I'm just Where are you about, going? Like, I'm thinking about being at a bar and then like Excuse me. the the Lord of House Harkonnen from Dune like floating over it. <laughs> Good evening. The spice is life. <laughs> I have a briefcase of spines. Oh Jesus. Derek actually at the end there there was some Borat third in <laughs> People seem to like that. Um so before we uh, take a trip um, I would like to throw out, uh, Justin made the mistake of giving me time between the time when we were going to record the episode and the time when we actually did. So I played a game with our listeners and asked them for words that they would like to hear on the show. You made a mad list. I arranged those words into a short story that I would like Griffin to read now. Okay, so I'm, what I'm looking at is a mad lib that, uh... <laughs> It's a Mad Lib. Like, let's not, let's not split hairs. Yes. Sometimes we make bits on the show because we think it'll be, they'll be funny. And then sometimes we make bits on the show to antagonize each other. For instance, monthly observances? I hate that bit. <laughs> <laughs> I think Travis kind of does, too. Griffin inflicts it on us every fucking month. This was actually Justin's punishment for not being ready to record the call when he was supposed to. That, so, so now had, he has to hear this Mad Lib. I had something really important come up. Mm-hmm. Was it Toddlers and Tiaras? Yeah. Okay. Edenwood lost, lost her foot in a logging accident. Enough <laughs> <laughs> she'd be able to perform. Uh, this is the epic and moist fable of Bumsy Clumhole and the Marshmallow debacle. Why am I doing this? Read away. Go stop Travis, now. this is making me hate you and our listeners who sent this shit in. Do it. One fine and scrumptious day, Bumsy was hanging out with his funkalicious friend Batman. They were runny late for the big race. The thick freakness. <laughs> They'd been watching the clock when suddenly everything got all timey-wimey, wibbly-wobbly. So there's the Doctor Who thing. So they, so they leapt onto their Pegasus, Celestia Sprinkles, and sprang into action, only stopping to get a fish taco on the way. Slow down, yelled Batman. This is chafing my turgid front butt and giving me levicious thoughts. Oh, hogwash, yelled Bumsy. Stop being persnickety. This is Funkalicious. Incredible, sighed Batman. But sadly, the whole thing was a boondoggle. Bumsy died. And Batman was left as the only living boy in New York. That was the end of it, and we will never do that to you again. And I promise you. <laughs> I wrote a book in um, second grade called Grant Andrews Kid Cop that reads uh-huh. uh, that reads better than that thing that you made. <laughs> Why did you do that to him? Why is it uh, that you were trying to punish me, but Griffin ends up catching? Because it was humiliating. I said words in there that I would never say. Funkalicious. 
you realize that every word I say is like a precious treasure, right? And you just <laughs> yes. you just you just tarnished my streak. A precious treasures. Take a chance. Um, this one, this one's actually old. I've been holding on to this one. I've had this arrow in my quiver for a long time. This is in by Jacob Locker. Thank you, Jacob. It's by Yahoo Answers user James, who asks, How can I make myself into a human peanut butter and jelly sandwich? Uh-huh. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Go on. Okay. Okay. I like making messes. <laughs> I wonder- and I want to really do this. The first thing I want to do is get covered in a peanut butter type of mixture and then a jelly type of mixture and have like uh, some giant bread made of smaller bread. And also, when I get the peanut butter mixture and j- j- jelly mixture poured on me, oh, she, no. I lay on the bread and get it dumped on me or just stand up and have it poured on me. It's your vote. And last but not least... How could I make, like, a maybe runny, liquidy peanut butter mix and runny, liquidy uh, jelly mix? Uh, that, that, guys, that, that was all one, one sentence. Oh, no. Tell me what you guys think and how could I, how I could make a mess with this stuff. And I forgot to say that at the end, after I get the mixtures poured on me, I'm going to get two giant pieces of bread, cover it with regular PB&J, cover myself up, and maybe roll around in it, unleash the ideas and the creativeness. Ha ha ha, this will be so much fun and feel awesome. I'm right in thinking that there's an underlying and all the while I'm going to be jerking it so right. I'm going to jerk it uh, in this runny, liquidy, jelly-type mixture. Oh, and BT Doves, I'm just going to be jerking it. Danny's just one flag away from that trip to Universal Studios. He's made it through the Gap Mountain, (laughs) he's made it through the car wash, now he's just got to get this one last flag from a giant peanut butter jelly sandwich. And oh my god, is oh my he god. masturbating? Is he's he, feverish he's masturbating. He's so excited about that Casio keyboard. That Casio keyboard that he has flown. found the flag. He is using the flag <laughs> as some sort of jerk it sheath. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Mark Summers, jerking. and I quit television forever. Because I am yucked. <laughs> I am retired. I have now have obsessive compulsive disorder. I know because of this child's lewd act. <laughs> I am leaving the entertainment business, and that completes our Mark Summers origin story. <laughs> those flags, those flags are for those are roller skate vouchers, not jerk it sheets. Sir, sir, sir. Pardon. Good day. You do. You win nothing. <laughs> <laughs> hey Mark, you want to watch? Hey, hey Mark, Mark? I, I double dare you. I'm, I'm gonna ask. Take a chance. I would rather them not have a gift than have the gift of guilt, which is what you're yeah. giving them if you get them a present and they didn't get you one. But there, you always run that risk of like maybe they didn't think you were gonna get them anything, and so now it's just this like unspoken like, well, we didn't get anything for each other. I don't know. It's so tough because you don't want to make them feel bad, but at the same time. Maybe you need to break How the cycle. How is it going to make them feel bad if they get a present? How do you because feel? Because they didn't get you a present. Fuck that. They'll be so excited to get a present that they'll just be like, ooh, present. This is like a shiny Just present. go to, go to, stop overthinking it. Just go to Pier 1 Imports and buy one of those wicker basketballs. Griffin, imagine Gift of the Magi and the woman's like, I, I sold my hair to get you this watch chain. He's like, oh, cool. That'll go great with my watch. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. That was very thoughtful of you. But listen, I'm going to need a new lady. You're bald. (laughs) 
Hey, I'm just looking down my watch. It looks like it's time to get a new girlfriend. <laughs> Out of the way, Lexi Luthor. Man, those... That, <laughs> that trade-off is not very fair, is it? Hey, Vicky, me and Hellraiser split up. You want a good job? Yeah, I got a new chain too. Yeah, it's a sweet ass watch chain. I said, "There's, there's the door, Willy Willy. Thanks for the watch." <laughs> oh man, what horseshit! Yeah, I sold my watch. What did you do? Oh, you're bald now. That's Ugh. rough. Yeah, but his watch isn't gonna grow back. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. Yeah, because he had his watch gland removed. Take a chance. Do you guys want a Yahoo answer? Yes, <laughs> I, I have one. Okay. How did Griffin just say cinnamon? This one was sent in by Justin Russo. Thank you, Justin Russo. You're a gentleman and a scholar. It's asked by Yahoo Answers user Buck Peters, who asks... <laughs> Come on, now. That's, That's not a good start. What a power name! Buck Peters asks... Whatever he wants to. <laughs> uh, is it weird... To watch porn with nine other dudes with surround sound and order pizza for the event. Like with sports? Because <sighs> that's what's happening at our bachelor pad right now. We started off with four guys. Now the neighbor and his buddies came over and it's nine guys watching porn, drinking beer, and eating pizza. If my buddy Seth and his two uh, other buddies come over, that'll bring the tally of this party to 12 dudes? Oh my Jesus! This is a question mark. Like mathematically, yeah, yeah, you got it. Um, should we invite some girls to balance out a possible sausage fest? <laughs> a possible sausage fest? You can like, invite girls from now until the end of linear time. Not one is going to darken the door of that party. <laughs> well, that, so here's the setup. There's no. See you there. You use so many question marks in this question where question marks didn't need to be. Like, yeah. Also, you're eating pizza with probable sausage on it. <laughs> I'm gonna go. Yeah, ahead this and is say like this sausage. is like sausage Woodstock. Yeah, like you you called all the sausage together for nine miles and, and you ran them the into TV one room too. Wouldn't you imagine? Some, yeah, some dude. Uh, Do you know uh, what my biggest problem with this setup is? The surround sound aspect. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What was that? Like, yeah. Oh, no. There's a dick right behind my head. I feel <sighs> like there's just a dick on my shoulder. <laughs> is there someone gooshing behind my head? <laughs> <laughs> Philip, are you gooshing? Yucko, don't say that. <laughs> How um, does this become like a regular like it's Thursday porn night again? Like, don't you? What the call hell it? is he the calls matter? It with an event? Don't you call like it with an sports? Event. Only not with sports. Looks like we're, looks like the that penis is winning against the uh, vagina. He could go all the way. Uh, surround sound. Let's look at it through the eyes of the pizza guy who rolls up and delivers your pizza. Yeah. And he swings open the door, and he's just like, um, I'm going to go. I yeah. don't know what this is. And there I'm are gonna porn sounds. There are porn sounds coming from every corner of your room. <laughs> is this what? Is this like 9.1? Jesus, how many speakers are there? I here? heard your house gooshing from the Johnsons. <laughs> like, <laughs> wait you, a minute. Please. Wait one goddamn second. Can you please... Never say the phrase "gooshing from the Johnsons" again. I can. I mean, like, I can't make any promises, it's but I'll do what I can. Psychically unpleasant. <laughs> How, um, that bad, huh? Yeah. I thought maybe it was a. I don't know. Evocative. How about another one from Mr. Justin Russo? He really knocked wow. it out of the park this week. Uh, thank you, Justin Russo. It's by Yahoo Answers user Vic Philadelphia Freedom, who asks. <laughs> 
Um, this might be too gross. Let me know if it is, and we'll, we'll do something else. How do you make a scrotum more attractive? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if you leave it as is, it looks like a Velcro tennis ball rolled in pet hair. If you shave it, it looks like an orange that somebody forgot in the fridge for a year. How do you make it look any better? Serious answers only, please. You can make it look like a kitty. Like face paint. What's the additional info, Griffin? Additional details. Will you marry me, cat? So I don't know. What? Maybe he's using this as like the worst proposal. Like he was trying to genetically, scientifically come up with the worst proposal ever imaginable. Uh huh. Because this would be it. This is pretty high on the list. Uh, this is actually an easy one to answer. What you want to do is go up to you. You go up uh, and click layer, and then click filter, and then click artistic, uh-huh. and then click scrotums, uh-huh. <laughs> and then click uh, despeckle, uh-huh. devein, and uncheck smoothing. <laughs> and you're just going to want to save that as a. Do you guys- <laughs> To get the TIFF or JPEG, what, get, what file format? <laughs> if you have a TIFF, if you have a TIFF, you're gonna want to um, check check in laced hair, and that's gonna <laughs> give you a look like the pubes are woven into like mm-hmm. a like a, a a dick dicky basically. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah. Um, it's gonna be a really nice look. I tell you I, what, I, I usually just blur it, blur, 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 and then yeah. I slap a mosaic filter on it. And then I print that, and I use it as a um, sort of a basis for my stained glass work. You know, and we run into this a lot, but you guys are just so much more computer savvy than me. I just use paint yeah. and just kind of do a spray paint smile on it. Yeah. that's yeah, Which that, is fine. That's good, mm-hmm. I guess. Um, I have actually been, I'm still using clip art. I've been looking into Flash um, to, like, animate, to, mm-hmm. to just make it, like, make it look like the left and right. Uh, gonads are sort of going up and down as if it were walking down like a path, like a rose, mm. a rose-covered path. So maybe they're not any more attractive, but they're definitely more active. Yeah, mm-hmm. well, and you can't spell attractive without active, you know. That's mm, true. It's so uh, true. Everybody, get fit. Just a reminder. You thought about reminder. maybe throwing a third ball in there? <laughs> uh, Giving something they haven't seen before, just like that classic scene in Total Recall. When that girl says, baby, you let me wish I was dead. <laughs> I, hate you. <laughs> I hate your football so much. <laughs> oh, man. Is there, a, there? I don't think that there is a, I don't know, an equal thing for th- having three balls. Like, made me wish I had six fingers. <laughs> I don't I know. Made me wish I had left after our second date. Something. <laughs> Can you have them removed? Can you what? have them moved? Yeah, you have moved. moved to a place in your body that's a little more discreet. How about on top? Stop it! Oh no! Is that Gonzo down there? You, <laughs> <laughs> you look ridiculous. Oh, that's so crazy because mine looks like Rolf. <laughs> Did you just put the balls up there or the whole? Thing. The whole kit and caboodle. I don't know. Is it possible to just turn the whole thing upside down? That's what, I, that's what I'm no, wondering. I don't want to do that. <laughs> Can we turn it sideways? There's so I, many I don't options. Think these then things. it looks quizzical. Hmm? No. Mm, I don't want to these things anymore. It's like when you were a kid and you cocked your, uh, sorry for the word choice, cocked your, your baseball hat to the side to let people know that you were street. <laughs> oh, you got rally balls. Yeah. <laughs> Come on, Reds. Come I turn my dick. I turn my dick thirty-five degrees to the left for you. Come on, Gomez, hit it. Take a chance. Hey, 
Guys, I'm an avid believer in the philosophy of waiting as long as possible to wash a pair of jeans for the sake of preserving the color in them. I will often go a few months without uh. washing them. The jeans I wear are usually dark in color, so they do not show food and or coffee stains, nor do they noticeably smell from a distance. My main fear of doing this is that those who see me on a day-to-day -day basis in work setting will start to notice that I'm re-wearing my jeans every day for weeks on end, or that I am a slob or a hobo. Is this a weird thing to do? Are my fears justified? That's from Dirty Denim in Detroit. That was my favorite Bruce Springsteen album. <laughs> hey, hey, buddy. You're a slob. No, hey, Travis. Hey, hey. No, here's Ch when you when your qualifiers are they don't noticeably smell from a distance. Yeah. And they're dark, so they don't show coffee or food stains. Not that they don't have coffee or food stains. Well, sure. A man's gonna spill coffee on his pants. That's that's gravity. Well, yeah, but third is a few months. Is he saying that like he? Do you think he means he wears them like in a month, three times spread out over a month, or is like no. every day? No for way, a month? man. I think these are his off-court buddies, and he's wearing them every day. Oh, man, if you're I going think to work are... in those, yeah, he's also just... wearing them on the court. They're off and on court buddies. Yeah, they're just his constant buddies. <laughs> they're just his constant buddies. ever buddies. They're his they're... ever buddies. There are many ways to. Have you preserve... worn those ever buddies jeans? The new brand <laughs> from Gap. Yeah, they're nice. They have so many pockets. Your ass looks terrific in those everybody's. They have uh, uh, little inserts for Glade plugins that you can just like <laughs> slide right in there, and then the, sm the smell isn't noticeable from a distance. They have a Teflon weave. It's pretty uh -huh. nice. It really They're catches the stink and holds it in. <laughs> so but man, watch out when you take it off. There is a visible cloud. <laughs> you know, I hear people using those instead of security deposit boxes now. Mm -hmm. You just yeah. put them in your everybody's. And this is where I keep my stink and my bouillon. <laughs> In my uh, jeans vault. <laughs> Why don't you just get instead of expensive jeans, more jeans and get yeah. like a wider rotation? Double jeans. Okay. Yeah, get them double jeans. Double have, jeans you worn, have you worn? <laughs> have you worn double everybodies? Have you worn those double jean everybodies from Gap? <laughs> it's basically like an airlock system. <laughs> they cost three hundred thousand dollars. Your damn. dick will suffocate. <laughs> They are airtight. They keep the last remaining sample of smallpox in there. That's <laughs> my everybody's. My hermetic. More or less, it's like an fault. iron lung from the waist down. <laughs> I'm not even sure that we understand the concept of everybody gene vaults anymore. Take a chance. Straight up, I'm going to call you guys out. What is the most random, weirdest thing that you've ever gotten choked up over? <laughs> I there is a Staples commercial. Where the dad is at the store and he says, we have to buy all these supplies and they're for the kids. And his wife's a teacher and she's like, uh, well, the school doesn't have enough money this year. And then, and then she sees him at another register later, even though he was upset. And he's buying some supplies for oh, class. God. Oh, man. I want you to know I actually just got choked up. Just listening I, to you tell about the story. That's have beautiful. Money. I'm getting worked up again. The staples come on. <laughs> uh, any more? Now that I'm an old man, any Christmas commercial. <laughs> Literally <laughs> any Christmas commercial. <laughs> for me, it's that Zales commercial. or No, it's K, K Jewelers, where they're in the cabin. And the, the girl and the guy are standing there, and the lightning strikes. And he holds her, and he's like, don't worry, I'm here. I'll always be here. 
and he gives her the thing. And I cry because that woman's about to be murdered. <laughs> she's, about to get, she's about to get murdered in a cabin and all of her friends and family will never see her again. I gotta ca- call bullshit because I opened my heart with that Staples commercial revelation and you went for a gag. Okay, and I, and I had to call shenanigans on You wanna know what commercials I've cried at? No, I wanna- You wanna know Griffin. mine? This is an embarrassing deep dark secret. Okay. Katy Perry's firework. Fuck you. <laughs> what? Wait, hold on. No more questions today, kids. Hold on. One second, Travis, because did the, was it because the song played right after you won the season finale of America's Next Top Model? No, wait, you weren't on America's I, Next Top Model. I was having a particularly rough, um, sleepy day. I was at okay. the end of like a hundred hour work week, like I often do. Yeah. And it I I just was singing at the top of my lungs, but saying, I'm a firework. And it was Yeah. It was particularly moving. And now I, I wish t- I would have just kept that one to myself. I don't yeah. know if it's better if you're joking or not. Like, I can't I can't know. You can never tell me. Actually, no. I need you to tell me this is a joke right now. I need you to tell me you're kidding. No, I like the picture of a, a single tear rolling down your paint-covered face <laughs> and then resting gently in the nestles of your beard. <laughs> you uh, are- Firework, Travis. Don't ever let anybody. That is true. You are a firework. I've long thought when Travis McElroy springs to mind, (laughs) it's with a trail of sparks behind him because he, (laughs) goddamn it, he's a firework. Mm -hmm. You explain. You know what the worst part about that is, too? Yeah, I do, Travis. I know what the worst part is. I know what the worst part is, Travis. (laughs) I do. I do know the worst part. It's the part that it is it. It is. The thing that it is, the fact that it is that. The thing it is. The thing it, it is is the worst thing. It is the thing, and then you do it. <laughs> like, you've heard the song, right? <laughs> you didn't just cry at the idea of it. Like, you heard the song. I want you, I want you guys to know I'm crying right now. So I changed okay. it. That's the last thing I got choked up by. <laughs> you guys being mean. I like to cry. Like baby, to I'm cry. a firework. Yeah. <laughs> How dare you talk to a firework like, like that? <laughs> do you guys ever just think about sad things to try and get a good cry out? I never, I didn't until about 30 seconds ago. Now I got all the sad things I need to last me forever. Because um, crying feels so good, I think. It's like, it's like, it's like jerking it for your eyes. Forcing, uh-huh. forcing yeah. a cry is like jerking it for your emotions. Well, have you ever heard someone say that anyone ever, when you hear someone say it's a tear jerker? That's what they're talking about. <laughs> That's what they mean. Take a chance. You know, they're a big problem in Cape Canaveral. Down in Florida, you'll see them rolling around. Florida can't. Florida makes me so fucking angry the way they treat animals down there. Yep, they throw alligators in sewers. They throw feral pigs out in pig pig bins. They out throw alligators swamp. at pigs. Uh huh. <laughs> they make pig gators. They, they make throw, gator pigs. They put birds in slingshots and then throw them at pigs. <laughs> Croco swine is <laughs> the monster I just invented. Is Croco swine? <laughs> That's it. I don't have a joke. I just wanted to. He's got the teeth of a gator, the ears of a pig. He's and got the heart tusks of a man. and tusks and tusks and back ridges, like the crocodile does. And he loves you. And he loves you so much. Give him a kiss. No, don't. He's got so many tusks. <laughs> Croco swine tusks and ridges. Don't let him bite your face. He's got a tail and another tail that's curlier. <laughs> That's the one that grants wishes if you cut it off. Uh-huh. Just he will give you bacon and boots. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna be honest. 
I thought Krogoswine would be much more intimidating, but he sounds pretty cool. He's I want to like, hang out with him. If it weren't for all the tusks, he'd make a great home pet. If it weren't for all those GD tusks. He's, he's like the giving tree of feral animals. <laughs> he's to give you bacon and boots with his meat and his skin. And he'll Man. make he sweats penicillin, which is nice. Hey, have you guys checked out my new double crusty double jean everybody vaults made of crocoswine skin? That's oh genuine crocoswine. Yeah, they're, they're the they're the ultimate callback pants. <laughs> Is it okay to bring reading material into a group restroom? Is it okay to bring a Kindle into any restroom? Especially a group one. That's from Bored in the Bathroom. There's so many. Oh, that's easy. No and no. Well, there's so many questions here. The first being, what isn't a group restroom? <laughs> God, I would love a private restroom. This is this is Jeremy's bathroom. No one can come in here but Jeremy. You got to, like, fingerprint lock to get yeah. in. Man, that would be fucking great, though, wouldn't it? That would be so good. You would- I, I would also like to pause it, like, to go... Uh, you know, true to the name, and have an actual group restroom. And I'm just like, everybody goes in at the same time. It's like, let's do this. Well, they, What are you reading? They have those, Travis. They have those. They're called restrooms. No, I'm saying, like, get rid of the walls and everything. Oh, you're talking... Okay, oh, you're okay. a kind of open plan. That's restroom. just yeah, the like, worst thing like I've ever done heard. by Frank Lloyd Wright, you know? <laughs> this is my bathroom falling Frank water. Lloyd Wright was fucking nasty. <laughs> but I'm... Ch- <laughs> um, I'm making some falling water over here. <laughs> That was a Frank Lloyd Wright joke. You know, he actually he actually built a house like that that was like based on a desert and there were no walls and nothing separating like the kitchen and bedroom and bathroom. Yeah. Like just wherever you were in the house, you could see every other part of the house. And, the, and I think that that's great. The toilet was right in the middle of the living room because he was so fucking nasty. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Frank, Frank Lloyd wrong. Dirty. Dirty boy. <laughs> Frank Lloyd wrong. Frank Lloyd Dirty Boy sounds like a pretty good hip hop name. <laughs> so like Soldier Boy tell him. <laughs> Frank Lloyd Dirty Boy. It's got a good cadence uh, to it. I'm not sure. It's. I don't think there's a big problem with it. I think that if you are carrying a mag, like uh, let's say a magazine, um, if you're carrying a magazine, I think it's okay to have one in the bathroom. I don't think it's okay to be spotted carrying one to the bathroom. I, yeah, I think it says too much. Like, hey, I'm I'm gonna go settle in for a while. <laughs> I'm getting cozy. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and a, if you need me for like the next twenty minutes, you know where I'll be. A Kindle, absolutely not, because if you drop that between your legs, it electrifies the water, and the water might splash up and shock your gooch. Yeah, <laughs> that's science. Science. That's scientific. Yep. D- dis dis disperation of electricity uh, in, immersed in water splashed can, on gooch. The reason I would never use a Kindle in the bathroom is because you're paying a lot of money for that and for that service. Yeah. And then that's always going to be your poop candle. Yeah. I like to leave my like, iPhone 4 outside of the restroom whenever I use it. I like, <laughs> you stay right here. I'll be right back. Yeah. Don't uh, let anybody steal you. Don't. Yeah. Make sure you scream. <laughs> Do not wander off. I don't know. I think that it's fine to bring material in, but... <sighs> I don't do... How much time are you spending in this bathroom? I don't do anything in the restroom and let, let's try and keep this as not gross as possible when i'm in the restroom i'm doing restroom stuff and i'm out uh-huh. i don't bring my game boy in there <laughs> i don't bring my game boy i don't have a big john's bathroom buddy or whatever it's called i just get in there i get it done and then i leave and i go do other things 
Justin's laughing because Justin fucking posts up, like brings the TV in. <laughs> Barricades the door. Yeah, he's like, I'm watching Man vs. Food. I can't leave middle ep. <laughs> I'm halfway through this strudel. What am I supposed to do? Man vs. Food would be an ironic choice because you're always at the losing end of that. <laughs> God bless it. There should be a, there should be a show called Seriously Man vs. Food. That's just him on the restroom after he just ate 36 chili dogs. <laughs> That's the thing they never tell you about man versus food. In the end, the food always escapes. The fight. Always- if I don't bring something into the bathroom, what I'm saying is... I really want to focus on what I'm doing. Yeah, you focus should. Focus on the sin. Yeah. How are you not like buckling town and just dirty get in, get out? Are you? What kind of dirty boys are you? I like no. to distract myself from that evil, and you guys like to really like. I run my bathroom time like a fucking pit crew. Yeah. I am in and out. I got to stopwatch going, zzz, 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 and I'm out. What happens down there? I don't. I don't know how what a, what kind of situation you have. It just it doesn't happen. You know, you got to make it happen, and I can't. <laughs> I can't. I feel like I feel like magazines are the epidurals of the bowel movement process. You need you need <laughs> to make sure make you're sure. dilated comfortably. Right, exactly. Uh, real quick, we want to take a break and talk about some of the sponsors of this week's episode. Our favorites, your favorites, they're back again. Don't call it a comeback. Ka- kind of a best, a best of of advertisements. I mean, I would agree with you, Griffin. Nature Box is everybody's favorite snacking alternative. I remember when they put Hostess out of business. They put cookies out of business. Cookie? They put graham crackers out of business. Cookies. They put sugar. <laughs> cookies brand cookies? Yeah. Everybody now is like, cookies? What? And that's because Nature Box Snacks is here with zero artificial flavors, colors, or sweeteners, zero grams trans fat, and no high fructose corn syrup. So, like, cookie brand cookies can keep their fucking corn syrup to themselves. Oh, they would. But that business, as you just said, yeah. is no longer in operation. And now it's just an empty building full of corn syrup and artificial colors. Um, if you go to naturebox.com, you can get some mini Belgian waffles. You can get some strawberry lemonade fruit stars. You can get sweet and salty nut medley. And listen, all that's great. But they have a snack that we just got in our box yesterday that um, is my favorite Oh, I'm snack. excited. I'm excited. What is it's it? It's the Asiago cheese crisps. I could I could eat five bags of those in one sitting. They're incredible. They're like the best. They actually taste like cheese and, and not just like processed cheese powder, which don't get me wrong, is incredible. But these taste <laughs> like cheese. You could put these out at a party and people wouldn't be like, ooh, it's like Cheetos. No, this is like classy ass shit. And it's yeah. delicious, and everybody loves it. So if you eat five bags of Asiago mm-hmm. cheese crisps, are you? Is that okay? Because it's Nature Box. Like, is this is this food that is actively and, healing you? As yeah, you it eat? makes you healthier. It's like taking um, Underdog's Power Pill, and you get real buff for about thirty seconds per cheese those crisp. Were, did you know those were Zanny bars? I knew it. He was popping. Um, Z- he was popping Zanny bars and just like whacking out of his. Man, mind. I want to watch that. Like, where are they now? Um, if he's you go to dead. Box. He died. 
Underdog's dead? Well, I only lived 15 years. Anyways, go to naturebox.com slash my brother. You can get a free trial of snacks. It's it, it's their favorite snacks, and they're going to become your favorite snacks, too. Trust me. Go to naturebox.com slash my brother if you haven't already. So you've eaten 44 bags of Asiago cheese crisps in mm-hmm. one after in one wonderful afternoon. One might say the best afternoon you've got, of you've your life. You've some kind of trophy, at hey. least a plaque. Oh, I'll tell you what else you've gotten. A 14-pack. You are ripped, your delts and your trelts and your sp- your svelts, mm-hmm. which your svelts is the actually my sort of new name I'm trying to get going for your sphincter. Okay. You got <laughs> you a really- got the sveltus sphincter. You got a very muscly, fibrous svelte, and uh, you're, you're looking so right, you're going to need something to put on that taut, rigid body. Well, I could uh, just put on some terrible, terrible underpants that I bought, like, I don't know, at Target- that wear out after being on my body for 30 seconds and chafe really bad. Yeah, Is that sure. What you mean? Yeah, that's what I mean. And then you'll go to your job as a clown at the circus. And show my underpants? Yeah, instead, I want you to go to MeUndies. Oh, okay. And MeUndies is going to get you underwear that is the world's most comfortable underwear. Not only the world's most comfortable underwear, the world's most humpable underwear. You are, when you wear these, oh my gosh, you, you're going to start giving off a pheromone that nobody's going to understand. It, it, it is Miles going to be. Miles around, yeah. people will come to hump you. you you'll, you'll put these on and it'll be like, a, a, a giant mushroom cloud comes out of your body as soon as you put these on and then everyone under the effect of that mushroom cloud is going to Do you remember the hit hump. film, the hit Sandra Bullock film, Love Potion Number 9? It'll be like that, um, except without the people of your same gender wanting to kill you for using it. Do you remember that Sandra Bullock film where she was living a week out of order and her husband died during that mm-hmm. week? The Blind had- Side. I think it was called The Blind Side. Anyway, MeUndies is going to get you all sexed up with some sexy, sexy underwear. And it's not just for guys. They just launched the All of Me Women's Collection, which is a four-piece line of undies designed specifically for the female body in all of its inscrutable, insatiable, insatiable? That's mm-hmm. a new one. It's, I'm wearing MeUndies right now, and it is allowing me to generate words that have never been spoken before. My I just want to say I love that MeUndies copy here has indicated that when it came to making guys' underpants, like, they got it. They got it in one, day they one. They were yeah. like, oh, two legs, place for balls, cover the butt. Mm-hmm. Got it. Yeah. And then they're like, should we start working on women's bodies? It's like, well, that's complex. Yeah, but we're going to get our scientists on this. Here's a, here's a, We've read this a lot now, but this is the first time this has stuck out to me. A four-piece line of undies. Does that say, like, bra panties? Those are two garter and then i think it means different styles so you got boy shorts you got like bikini cut oh i thought there was like a belly button sash <laughs> and like knee covers <laughs> like knee covers for the for your knees that that, that was the complex part they understood can, bra listen, and underwear but then they were be, like what about knees that can be very sexy keep oh, it, yeah keep because you, you can you can add a little bit of mystique to your nipples uh, get 20% off your order today. Go to MeUndies.com slash my brother. Make sure you use that slash my brother so they know that we told you to put their underpants on. Uh, MeUndies, MeUndies.com slash my brother. And you'll get them 20% off. They're good. They're really good. I really am wearing them now. And yeah, I, I wear them like when I'm out of MeUndies. It's time for laundry. It's They are the limitless pill of clothes. I have a call to action here. I want, I want the Bim Bam Nation to listen up. Uh, because... Is that a Douche Nation reference? It was just sort of a radio, generic okay. radio. But yeah, it can be that if you want. Uh, Sean Sleeps Naked has a new album out. And it's called Voided. 
and uh, I'm gonna tell you a little bit about it, but I want you to go look it up. I want you to go listen to these tunes. It's a Louisville-based indie band. Again, name, Sean Sleeps Naked. Uh, it's their second album. It's titled and Voided. That's, that's Sean. Let's be clear. S-H-A-W-N. Yeah, no, there's no S-H-A-U-N. None of that bullshit. What about S-H-O-N? Sean? Sean. It's short for Shonies. Hi, I'm Shoney Bear. This so is my tell new us more album. about this album. Talk about it. Oh, I'd rather talk about Shoney Bear. You got me on a Shoney Bear <laughs> tilt. Uh, it's the second album from Sean Sleeps Naked. It's called Voided. It's available on iTunes. It's on Google Play. Wherever you get your music, you're going to be able to find this album. Uh, if you want to hear a track to see if this is uh, this this band that you are just hearing about on this podcast, or maybe you know about them before, if you want to know if this album's for you, you can go to voidedalbum.info or seansleepsnaked.com, and you can go listen to a track off go the Go check it out. Yeah. We also have a message for Robin with, an, with a Y. Why? Because I... Robin from the mask. Yeah, nailed it. Um, and it's from Kevin. And Kevin says, "Congratulations, Kevin!" Like smoking from the mask. <laughs> Kevin says, "Congratulations to my lovely and talented girlfriend, Robin, with a Y, for graduating from the UBC with your nursing degree. Now get out there and make me proud by getting a goddamn job, and make the brothers McRoy proud by getting that cash money. Let's get that hype train going by getting the brothers to give a." Big get hype on three. One, two, three. Get, get hype. hype. Hey, Beach Baby. Hi, how you doing? Good. Um, oh, me just having some fun in the sun. Uh, that's good to hear. We're recording the podcast right now. We're doing the money zone. Whoa, hold on. Big uh, dolphin. The dolphin I'm riding just went under. Okay, hold on. Let's come back up. Okay, now I'm back above. Is your phone waterproof? I'm worried about they're expensive. Don't worry about my my phone. It's uh, waterproof. They give you a special waterproof beach phone. It's an iPhone 7. Okay. Get to the beach. Um, Will you just, apropos of nothing, will you yell get hype for me? Okay. Like yell, yell? Yeah. I mean, you're in the middle of the I want everyone on the beach to hear it. Get hype. I feel like you could have really leaned into it a little bit more. Let's do a quick. Baby's asleep. Oh, I see. Oh, I see. Okay, yo, yo. Um, vacation checkup. How are things going? Um, well, they're going pretty good. Just getting that D, um, carving the waves. On a dolphin? Yeah, the dolphin and I are shredding waves. Uh, some other guy tried to snake our uh, toasty toasty surf. Some other guy on another dolphin that was bigger than mine tried to snake my wave, and I was like, not in this lifetime. And I tip my glasses down like oh yeah well it was good checking in with you how bo- how many boat drinks have you had today how many boat drinks have i had today i've just been inventing them wholesale i came up with one that was just old coffee and i'm and vodka that sounds just terrible i call it the 34 year old man well good good checking in good talk have a good time out there stay safe and i love you I love you, too. Have a great show. We already did. Now, Griffin, I've sent you an update on this message. Oh, shit. Okay, here's the squeakquel to that message. Kevin wanted to update this personal message since Robin has gotten a job now. Here's the updated message. Congratulations to my lovely and talented girlfriend, Robin with a Y, for graduating from UBC and getting a job already. Now that you'll be making the brothers proud by getting that cash money, and then there's $3 signs here, I'd like to take this opportunity to quit my job and become a stay-at-home boyfriend. 
Also, can you make sure that Griffin reads this? He's our favorite. See, I wish we had read this one before because then we wouldn't have had to upset Justin by calling him during beach. Yeah, time. but now people get to know that like we're not lying. Like Justin's not actually just like sitting at home going, I don't want to record. No, he's 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 humping them that surf on a dolphin, getting that humping that surf, humping that surf, getting that phone. Let's get back to the episode. Uh, let's get back to the episode. Thank you all for listening. We'll be back to a regular episode next week. I promise. I hope. Take a chance. I, in my head, I have a tiny bookkeeper with a green visor and one of those one of those receipt machines that just like the, the receipts fly into the air comically. Mm-hmm. Uh, and right. I have a running tally of exactly how much money everybody owes me all the time. And I'm not miserly about it. I'm not going to go after those people. But uh, Travis, you owe me $364. I believe uh, that. Justin, you and I are to- totally even. Which nice. Is, which is nice. Yeah, which is nice. But I mean, all of all of my friends, like Stu, Stu owes me four fifty five, and like I'm never up, gonna Stu. forget about that ever, ever. Stu, Cla- that's classic Stu, though. Coming yeah. To you, God forbid something happens to Stu, and you never see that money. Oh, I have already lost a, I, a lot of funds, uh, unrecoverable funds. <laughs> Gaddafi, I drew twenty spot. Gaddafi, that fool owed me twelve dollars, twelve whole dollars. <laughs> he was like Griffin. And he sent you a bottle of wine, and you're like, no, Gaddafi. Mm-hmm. Griffin, can I get a scarf? It's so chilly in Libya. Give me a yeah. twelve dollar scarf. And you're like, well, we were hitting up the bars on Dirty Six, and he was like, oh man, I left my wallet at home. It's like Gaddafi. I got you. And I did got him. And then you know what happened? He went and got himself killed. Thanks, Gaddafi, for nothing. Yeah. And all that full drink is buttery nipples. Yep. And so you know it's going to be a pricey night. Take a chance. We all think about Chris Angel in the context of Mind Freak, but what we rarely think about is that Chris Angel is a real person who has <laughs> who, to like, go, goes home and makes waffles. He goes to Whole Foods and he he buys kale. Like this is something. This is a real person that does these things, right? Um, he's not just magicking all the time, or maybe he is. Wouldn't you like to think that he is? Like even at home and no one's around. Mm-hmm. Like all of a sudden the coffee's in the glass and he's yeah. like. Sigh, Mind Freak. Yeah. My problem with it. Mind Freak is that it it it's unfairly um it's unfairly watchable because it's constantly taunting you with the possibility that you'll see Chris Angel killed before your eyes. <laughs> <laughs> it's like an irresistible ratings bait. Yeah. I think and it's not fair and I think they do have to deliver on it eventually, at yeah. least an amputation. Like t- today I'm going to set myself uh, a blaze while a man shoots a revolver at me. Like, oh man, clear the TiVo. Today I'm gonna drink lava. Hey, Chris. Chris, Chris, Chris I maybe not advise this one. that. Um, maybe you should cancel this one. He, I'm looking at pictures of him right now, and I cannot fucking handle his whole style. His whole, yeah. There's yeah. a thing on. There's a thing on. Okay, if you go to any TV right now. There is an ad for the show, and the tagline of this, like, I think it's a maybe a trivia question or an interactive game, and it the question is, will you save or kill Chris Angel? The game <gasps> is called Kill Chris Angel. Okay. Like, they know what they're doing with this, and they, they're playing hey. off her desire to see him die. Hey, world, if you see Chris Angel, give him a hug. Just tell him, like, <laughs> that it's okay, and that it's going to be all right, and maybe... You know, he just wants to hang out. Maybe just buy Chris Angel a beer. We could save Chris Angel's life today. <laughs> I would I would like to try to reach out to Chris Angel and say, it's not that there are many people I'd like to watch die on TV. 
but yeah. you you are the only one that keeps taunting me with the possibility. And that's yeah. the only reason I'm so hungry for your death. Like, the you first know? season of that show started out as real magic, right? And now it's just, like, fucking bear baiting. Like, yeah. It's it's waiting Actually, to watch Chris see, Angel die. Did you see the bear baiting episode? <laughs> I thought that it was going to gobble him up for sure. Uh, all I hope is that Chris Angel, uh, when he like does do something like drink lava, I just hope that his last words are like, mind free. <laughs> and, he it. and now the mind that is freaked is my own. <laughs> Take a chance. You, you and Paul Giamatti live in your own like parallel universe together and if you want to make amends with him you go to his house I'm tired of using our show as a platform to apologize to Paul Giamatti (laughs) you know what Griffin buy a fucking personal ad and say you're sorry to Paul from now on because I'm tired of using MBMBM as a bully pulpit to apologize for bullying Paul Giamatti it's done it's over hey guys can can we cut out cyber bullying of Paul Giamatti can I just say one thing though yeah, as long as it's not directly a uh, direct address to Paul Giamatti. Paul, if you're... <laughs> I thought as much. Paul, if I you're... recently entered into a relationship with this girl. I would like to was... issue a statement to all Paul Giamatti's. <laughs> and that is that I'm so sorry. I'm so I'm... sorry. Paul's... There's a Paul Paul's Giamatti so in sorry. Idaho right now that's like crying. Messers I... Giamatti, I apologize for my actions and words. <laughs> Take a chance. What if everything was shaped like a penis? <laughs> what if everything in the world was shaped like a penis? Buildings, buses, cars, shoes, fridges, etc. Would women like that? Uh, I have news for this guy. Maybe you haven't looked at a skyline recently. Everything is shaped like a penis. With mm-hmm. a man's world. My <laughs> penis has a tiny radio antenna coming out of the top of it. So that's... Yes. Right. I would like to to pick um, up all the vibes the ladies. I would like to hear this guy's question as if he and his friends often like use the phrase, you know, everything shaped like a penis, and he's like, "What if everything was? What if literally everything? What if I was reading this question off a penis-shaped computer? That's just not the that's not the best viewing experience. I feel. No. Also, how would you give directions to anybody? Like, take a turn left at the yeah, penis thing. I'll meet you by the cock. Like, I don't know. I don't know which one. Because everything. You're shaped No, like no, a the veiny one. Yeah. <laughs> I think my, my favorite uh, misconception about this is that women are walking around every day wishing everything was shaped like a penis. <laughs> Man, I, wish, I sure wish I could see some penis-shaped things today. <laughs> right. If only this cell phone was shaped like a penis. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but this, this man wasn't thinking laterally. He wasn't thinking about. He wasn't thinking across all the different possibilities. You've got to think about the big picture. We're talking about literature. We're talking about trying to read a book, but the pages are in the shapes of dicks. Right. So you get like two words, three words, three words, three words, and then like ten words. This is the balls. What if this was like a fucking Twilight Zone episode, and even the words were shaped like dicks? Exactly, Travis. This is every. We would have (laughs) to invent a new language where every character was a dick. So you're saying like and the it, book, the book two would be shaped like a penis. You mean? That's what I'm saying. It would Dick be like shaped pages. 
eat, pray, love, hide it when the kids come in the room. Yeah. So basically what it is is this is a guy who has spent his life, I don't know, killing dicks or something or just like making fun of dicks and then he wakes up one day and he's shaped like a dick and everything's shaped like a dick and the books are shaped like dicks and the words are shaped like dicks and like his breakfast is shaped like dicks and he's just in the middle of town square spinning around the dick-shaped town square screaming dicks! And then a dick-shaped ghost comes up and is like, shouldn't have killed all those dicks. What? What are you talking about? Killing dicks? And then it pulls out to vagina-shaped scientists saying, shut it down. Yeah. <laughs> um, I think that this man's main point is um, is fallacious, and that is that uh, women would like it, because I think that after a while, it wouldn't be... Like, if every letter in the alphabet looked like a dick, then when I got a special woman in the bedroom and showed her my treasure, she'd be like, yep. Like, so? <laughs> what if everything was dick-shaped except dicks? Yeah. And your dick was shaped like a sitar, maybe, or a, another... <laughs> Sitar's kind of well, like you could choose. a little bit. What if it was like you could choose it? Like, you know, maybe you want it to look like, you know, a clownfish. I don't know, it's up to you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Maybe not. Yeah, wait, are they not supposed to look like clownfish? <laughs> I have to go to the doctors. My, All the uh, doctors now. Doctor, doctor, my, uh, my treasure looks like Nemo. And <laughs> take a chance. I was thinking, if I ever get the death sentence, what would be my last meal? I'm wondering what other people would have. I was thinking a double, uh, an extra large double bacon cheeseburger meal, super sized from Burger King. But what to have for dessert? That's the saddest thing I've ever heard. Why are you sad? You know what? The irony is that if you have a, a double bacon supersized chunder meal from Burger King, that will be your last meal. That will You're be as good as that you anyway. A chunder blender from Burger King. <laughs> um, I prefer to go to Outback and get the chunder from Down Under. Yep. <laughs> what did you get at Burger King? A mistake. Yeah. <laughs> But that's okay. You get one last meal, and you can pick from anything. And right after that, you're going to be killed. What do you want? Some Burger King. Yeah. <laughs> can oh, you get me no. some Burger can you King? Di- can you dip down to BK and get me some <laughs> twists? The only thing I can think is that that is a, a play. You're making a play so that the governor feels so bad for you that he decides not to kill you because you're already dead inside. Can I get I some of those crown shaped chicken tenders? <laughs> And the crown, so everybody knows I'm, and so I can sit on my electric throne. <laughs> I want to be the king of bed. I used to be the king of murder, and now I will be the king of heaven. <laughs> oh my god, wheels and the rest of the BK Kids Club. <laughs> They're all here, <laughs> welcoming me in. Welcome me in. <laughs> Fly me to heaven, Big Kid. <laughs> dead man walking you die with a looking at the picture of the BK Kids Club like Susan Sarandon the last face you see is gonna be a face of love Take a chance. I'm sorry uh, OMG my tropical fish are eating it what um I, I'm so sorry someone jizzed into my aquarium and now my fish are feeding on it we'll, we'll, <laughs> we'll take, whoa 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 <laughs> Don't let me finish. Will they get pregnant? And what type of fish can I expect? Will they, will they hatch out like tiny mermaid things? <laughs> what? what? What kind of mystery is this? Let's, yeah, let's sleuth this one out. <laughs> so many layers. You know what not to get a girl for a birthday party? Yeah, no. Jizzing in her aquarium. <laughs> hey, look what I did. Happy, <laughs> happy birthday. Happy birthday, Cynthia. <laughs> 
That, that beta has human feet. <laughs> Who just in this? My beta has a human face like Seaman. I am. I want to make an open appeal to the gentleman who committed this heinous crime. Why was that your best option? And what was the timeline like where someone jizzed in this aquarium, skedaddled, and she entered the room fast enough to see the fish eating the jizz? Officially, you know, anything you put into an aquarium instantly. So it had to be like, whoop, done, out, hey, jit, they're eating it. Yahoo. <laughs> You know, I passed a mysterious stranger coming out of my room. (laughs) People say that the American Pie movies aren't having a detriment on our society, but look, teenagers out there are reenacting these scenes. And I, I, did you guys see that one? I think it was Bankhead. Oh, the one where, oh, where Stifler um, ejaculates. (laughs) No, well, it's actually it's I popular misconception. It's actually Stifler's cousin. Mm -hmm. Okay, uh, so Stifler's cousin. Uh, it, it gives his seed, the gift of his seed, to an aquarium. Yeah. And then fish eat it, and then it creates horrible sea monsters. I am so upset, like physically angry at, at all of this. Yeah, there's nothing you're thinking good about, about fish, this. Thinking about fish with human arms. No, you know what, Griffin? And you're I'm, thinking about how I'm, you'll never be able to hang out with it. <laughs> That's yeah, I'm eight that. steps back thinking about like the... The, the prior steps. situation before this girl walked into the room was this gentleman like well, standing there and he pulled out a chair and stood on top of it. No, like, no, no. I'm sure it's this is low to the ground. The problem is that maybe you're you're just assuming that this person started out with the intention of oh I'm gonna jerk it in this in this here fish tank. Uh-huh. Um, I think that it was an emergency. I think he was <laughs> short on time. Right. I think he said, "Gotta, I need to, I need to." Do this somewhere. Gotta be somewhere. So you're saying he just didn't have an exit strategy didn't when he started. Plan, right. His plan it's, was jerk it, and then pe- that was it. That's the it's, end of the plan. It's honestly her fault for hanging that poster of Carla Gugino behind her aquarium. <laughs> if what you think were you about thinking it. with that Gugino poster? <laughs> How could you? You can't just put a Gugino up in your room. Put a Carla Gugino poster anywhere, and you. And you put it so close to the aquarium, you were almost begging for human fish monsters. Ew, you nasty. <laughs> Maybe you need to be more selective of the people you invite into your house. If you had a party and you don't know which one of them came in your aquarium. <laughs> you know. Yeah. You many- have to know. Line up the usual suspects. <laughs> who who Gugino'd right into my aquarium? <laughs> Take a chance. This Yahoo was uh this yahoo was sent in by lisa holifield thank you lisa it's by yahoo answers user matt l who asks cool band names for metal band my band has been wanting to do a show for some time now but we have one small problem we can't think of a good band name we are a metal death metal band and our songs are original please help mercury travis says mercury Justin, do you have any other Greek gods slash planets that you want to drop on? I was actually going for a metallic uh, substance. You clever fuck. I know, right? God, that's I, good. Yeah. It's really Aluminium. juicy. Aluminium. Yeah. It's, it's, a really, it's a really juicy vein of comedy. You <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. struck, <Science. laughs> struck a real nice vein. You know what helps uh, any joke if the person has to have a rudimentary understanding of uh, the chemical table before they they uh, laugh at it. Yeah, yeah. Which in this this day and age, most people do. I would say Breaking Bad. Yeah, mm-hmm. everybody knows most of those symbols now. Yeah, Boron. And 
how to. It is not at all called the chemical table. What the fuck is it called? Periodical table of elements. There it is. You idiot child. (laughs) Are you sure it's periodical and not periodic? It's periodical. Sometimes it's there. Sometimes it's not. <laughs> it's, a, it's, a ma- it's about magazines. It's a magazine table of magazines. Mm-hmm. This is a show for stupids. Like we are. It's made by <laughs> for and by for um, and by dumbos. Uh, do you guys want to hear some of the responses that yes. Yahoo has provided? <laughs> yeah. yeah, I do. Uh, oui, je suis says glass rose. Guilty witness. <laughs> guilty witnesses. Unfortunate. <laughs> Unfortunate residents. Holy sins. Wait, whoa, 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 whoa. Unfortunate residents? This I love this apartment. The 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 roofing is just terrible. Uh, there is there is blood everywhere. Yeah. How unfortunate. Unfortunate uh, residents. It's great. Our neighbors are very noisy. Um <laughs> this is too Holy bad. sins, flesh deep. Saturnine. Just, what flesh deep? Yeah. He's just combining two things that don't mean the same yeah. thing. Also, Fle- flesh deep's not that deep, friend. No, no. but he's saying that like holy sin. Uh, two things together. This is fire. This is great. Rainy sun. Uh, two and a half blank bodies, knives, IDK. Wait, what? Two and a half men. Two no, and a no, half no. men. Sure. Two and a half. That I think it's a. I think he's saying you should make your death metal band a parody off Two and a Half Men's name. Man, 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 man. Like Two and a Half Bodies? Um, humanity's Experiment. That's okay. What it's it's Me, Drew has some really good ones. <laughs> oh, God, I was hoping that was the name of the band. <laughs> Are you there, hey, God? Mom. It's Me, Drew. Hey, Mom, uh, it's Me, Drew. Time to rock. <laughs> <laughs> Your best bet, I think, for this particular band is to pick a name that is almost the name of another metal band so that people will get confused and come see your Scuttle show. Scuttle of Mud. Yeah. Scuttle <laughs> of Mud. Did you go see Metallica's? <laughs> it's the plural. It's Metallico. The- <laughs> I went and saw Spain this weekend. They were awesome. I want to go see 411. <laughs> They're death metal, uh, right? That is just, and that is not even a. That is Ember so is far from a metal band. Amber <laughs> is the color of your blood. <laughs> uh, this one was sent in by Michael Cornelly. Thank you, Michael. It's by Yahoo Answers user Jamie, who asks, "My boyfriend is addicted to Skyrim." Okay, so yesterday my BF got Skyrim, a random game. First off, Jamie, no. <laughs> it's a fantasy epic from Bethesda. Learn something. And ever Jamie. since he's been playing it so much, usually if he gets a game, he would just play it for one or two hours, then get bored of it. But he's been playing this thing for at least nine hours straight now. The only things he would get up from the computer to, is to go to the bathroom. He wouldn't even bother to get food, and I was scared that he would starve, so I ordered him some pizza, and then he just ate it by the computer while playing. When I went to bed, he was still playing. When I woke up this morning, he was still playing. Usually he likes sex at least twice a day, but he won't leave the computer even to have sex. So since I'm always thinking of him, I gave him a BJ, and the whole time he was still on the computer. I'm so Your worried. Your boyfriend has the best life! I'm so worried about him. What should I do? He played this video game so hard that you delivered him pizza and blowjobs. What are you talking about? You can never retrieve this relationship. It's over. And while getting a blowjob, it was just chanting, Tovakin, Tovakin. What are you doing? 
what are you doing, lady? Have you not been like in a relationship before? That's not how you get anything. <laughs> Here, I got you this pizza. Please be okay. <laughs> I'm so worried about you. Please, I got you these blowjobs. You just have to live. Take a chance. Could I eat an entire bag of pizza rolls without dying? <laughs> My friend says I'll die or something if I eat an entire bag of pizza rolls. 90 count. But I know that it's complete poppycock. I'm a 15-year-old girl who's 125 pounds. Will I die? Doubt it. Get sick? Probably. <laughs> I have a bigger problem with a 15-year-old girl using the word poppycock. Yeah, what are you doing? Oh. Uh, so let me do a little quick math here. Okay. 90 pizza roll. It totally matters if, if it's Totino's. Everyone knows that those roll a little are they, bit smaller. Are they super stuffed? Yeah. Are they straight cheesy? Are they pepperoni? Because I don't know that your liver oh, will be yeah. able to process all of the the fat, the unsaturated, saturated What if fat. they're triple meat? What if it's double meat? Well, triple, or triple, triple, or triple, meat. triple would be more. Or triple meat. So if the you're third looking, one's more sausage. If you're looking at pepperoni, which I think is the only sort of... Yeah. I mean, that's the only reasonable thing. That In a 15-count bag, no, you're doing... 90. Uh, no, no, I'm doing a little math here. Oh, in a okay. 15 count bag, you're looking at uh, 7.5 ounces. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, that's not that many so, ounces. No, that doesn't seem that bad. Then multiply right? that I by mean, 8. 6. 6. So yeah, 7.5 times 6. Times eight. 4? Times 6 equals 45 ounces. That's Divide about, that by that's 16. About, it's about 12 so you're pounds. Eating, we're talking. Okay, well. We're talking about three pounds of pizza rolls, oh, man. basically. Uh, man, that's going to be a rough night, huh? <laughs> what kind of day did you have that you need to drown it in pizza rolls? Uh, pizza in the morning, pizza after school time, pizza never a goddamn again. Because <laughs> that one time I ate 90 pizza rolls. What I like is, if it, Griffin, could you read me the last sentence again? Uh, will I die? Doubt it. Get sick? Probably. So she knows that it is a bad idea, but she will at least get sick. Well, if if sorry, if you're if you were asking yourself the question, will this thing kill me? And your answer is doubt it. That means there's a <laughs> shadow of a doubt in your mind that yes, in fact, eating nine pounds you, of pizza. You know what, though, Griffin, I would say that man could have safely stayed on the surface of the earth yeah. and just stared at the moon for the rest of his life but he was willing to risk it i'm saying to that find out what would happen eating yeah that travis is saying this because travis's daily diet is rated by how much the likelihood that it will kill him <laughs> i'm saying uh-huh. bacon and applesauce maybe three pounds of pizza rolls it's gonna or be that gonna fucking a- it's gonna be gluttony from seven you're gonna die fat on a table, and Brad Pitt's gonna be like, "Oh, gross! <laughs> <laughs> I'm so thin, and he's so fat." Oh. <laughs> High school, three pounds of pizza rolls. Uh, th- imagine when you do have to go to the hospital. The doctor's like, "We have a patient here. She's got an overdose of flavor. Yeah, she's got flavor. She's got terminal flavor. She's been patient. flavor blasted. She's got that Italian zest. Oh, I hit her right in all the right places." I tell you what's definitely gonna be what's definitely gonna happen is your mom is gonna get pissed. Yeah, because you ate all the fucking pizza rolls. <laughs> we were saving that for pizza roll night. <laughs> she just got those at Sam's Club. <laughs> She's gotta go all the way back out to the goddamn Sam's. Why the fuck did I even get the Sam's Club membership? I could have just bought you four bags of pizza rolls at the Walmart. Ah. Nurse, get me the disaster. 
<laughs> this woman ate the Super Bowl. Take a chance. What are the risks of at-home circumcision? My girlfriend gets freaked out by my anteater wiener. I am going to please her and get a circumcision, but I don't have health insurance. I will do it tomorrow after school, but I want to know what the risks are. Uh, he says I will be using alcohol and scissors, but that is so dumb that I can't believe it's true. Oh, <laughs> did he say it's so dumb, or did you say it's so I, dumb? That was my own editorializing. I apologize. <laughs> okay. Ed note. Okay. Ed note. This guy is fucking out of his mind, dumb. <laughs> oh, God. I guess the biggest risk is that he doesn't die from it. Yeah. And... What are the risks? <laughs> All of them. All of the risks. <laughs> this is nothing but risks. Like, the whole thing is a it's risk. It's all risk, no right. reward. What are you doing? <laughs> Don't double down. There, it was okay. I took a huge risk so that I could have a mangled penis. Yeah. I mean, unless you and, get, and unless here you, you go, sweetie. I got. I care about you so much. I every night I'm treating you to a a poorly crafted turtleneck sweater, yeah. like fraying oh. at the edges. Oh, God. Well, here's my thing. poorly sculpted member. The the reward is if he does it right, you have a clean and healthy penis tip. No toboggan required. Um, yeah, but and that's a great look. It's a great. Yeah, you can just that makes the it makes the tip tip of your penis look like Joe Pesci's head in Home Alone. Yeah, which is really nice. <laughs> oh my it's... god! After he gets his head burned by the oh man. Yeah, ah, I know. Fuck! I can think of oh god! I can think of exactly what you're talking about now. I can't. Time for you to meet the Wet Bandit. Uh, <laughs> I sticky is it Sticky Bandit? The risks are actually this may surprise no risk. <laughs> You have actually, yeah, there is actually no, there are so many risks, you've actually negated the risk. (laughs) The risks all cancel each other out. It's like algebra. Algebra of dumb. It's like that scene in a cartoon where somebody like goes flying off a ledge and like bounces past the glass factory and over yeah. the tack truck and into like the pillow canal. Like that's that's what's <laughs> gonna happen. What you set yourself up with right now is a sleepwalking olive oil situation. <laughs> <laughs> just just baby Huey all the way. You're fine. It's like a baby. You basically it's a baby's day it out of dumb shit to do to your yeah. penis. Oh God. You're gonna penis day out. You are gonna. Hey, need... Chris Columbus, you're welcome for all these goddamn residuals this slide here today. <laughs> Chris Columbus, you make me so sad. Um, you are going to need the sharpest scissors and all of that. All that and the steeliest is. will. Yeah. And steel wool. To just well, get what, it around what you scene. really can't do is get halfway through and give up. <laughs> This looks like a banker's visor down there. <laughs> Surgeon's mask? What's going on? <laughs> it's like a blooming onion down there. You got, got, some, ha- pez- got some hanging chat, it looks like. <laughs> I got a Pez dispenser for a penis. <laughs> uh, I would like to get a follow-up on this, though. Yeah. yeah. It's just, I'd like to talk to that kid's dad. It, it would just be a Yahoo answer that just read, Oh, no! <laughs> no, no, There's no. There's blood no. everywhere! Hey folks, before we let you go, just a little bit of housekeeping. Thanks again to MeUndies, who are dedicated to offering the most comfortable underwear in existence in the universe. If you go to MeUndies.com slash brother, you can get 20% off your first order. And thanks to NatureBox. Uh, hundreds of great tasting healthy snacks. Go to NatureBox.com slash brother. Sign up for a free sampler box of snacks. What are you waiting on? Go now, you fools. Fly, you fools. Uh, just a reminder, we are doing an all Totinos episode as a bonus midweek update about Totinos. We're very excited about it. Uh, if you have Totinos-related questions, email us with Totinos in the subject line. 
what is that email address again, Trav? I think it's mbmbam at maximumfun.org. That is correct, Griffin. A swing and a hit. Um, we also still have tickets on sale for our Pacific Northwest tour. Um, we're going to be in Seattle. We're going to be in Portland, too, but those tickets are sold out. We're going to be in Seattle on the 29th of August and Vancouver on the 30th of August. You can go to bit.ly forward slash mbmbam Seattle or bit.ly forward slash vanmbmbam for those tickets. And uh, we might have uh, another show to announce yeah, this year coming up soon, so stay tuned for that. Um it will be on the west side of the country. But let me th- say this. There's additional news there that even if you're not in the area, you'll still get to watch it. So just stay tuned. It's very exciting. We're going to astrally project our podcast. It's yeah, gonna, we'll it, basically just be in your brains. You'll need to sleep at the time of the show. Well, um, we won't be quick, in your brain. We'll be in the, the, the crystal meeting place in the stars. That's fair. Um, if you've got a second, hop on iTunes, throw us a rating review if you haven't before. Uh, click that subscribe button if you haven't. And if you have, if you've done all of that, tell your friends to do it. If you know people who are lazy and haven't rated and reviewed on iTunes, tell them to do it. Uh, go check out our YouTube channel. Uh, go listen to the other shows on Maximum Fun. There's tons of them. We do other stuff like The Adventure Zone and Sawbones and Bunker Buddies. Uh, but then there's other shows we don't do, like Judge John Hodgman, Stop Podcasting Yourself, Throwing Shade, a lot of really, really terrific shows. Go to MaximumFun.org and check them out. Uh, there's also stuff that we do that's not on the network, like Trends Like These, a show that Travis does with his buddy Brent, and Things I Bought at Sheets, a YouTube program that Justin does where he reviews food with his buddy uh, Dwight. Uh, it's the, we've got our irons in a lot of fires, and there's a lot of fires to go around, so go set yourself on fire. We also want to say thank you to John Roderick and the Long Winters for letting us use our theme song, It's a Departure, off of the album Putting the Days to Bed. You can find that album on iTunes. You can probably find it on Amazon. Um, you can probably find it on uh, at a local record shop. Um, maybe down at the, you can hear it at the discotheque. Um, Is it on Jay-Z's Zune? The Jay-Z's it, like Zune program? I forget what it's called, but it's his like his, his answer to Zune. Music. It's on his Zune. If you can find his Zune, he left it last night at Comic-Con. If you find Jay-Z's Zune, you can just mail it to us. Uh, or there's an address written on the back in Sharpie. You can just mail it to Jay-Z. You know, on the Zune, let's talk about the Zune for a while. Okay. Um, because the Zune was great because you could share tracks between Zunes. Um, and it wasn't permanent. It was either three days or three plays, whatever came first. Uh, but it was a really smart idea, right? Like... Hey, here's this here's this album I'm really into. It's called uh, Putting the Days to Bed by the Long Winters. My name is Jay Z. Would you like to go get a drink with me? Maybe and go that's bowling. how he got started. And that's how I got started in the rap game. Anyway, thanks for listening. We'll be back next week. We'll be back next week. Don't worry about it. Take a chance. This one was sent in by Lisa Hollowfield. Thank you, Lisa. It's by Yahoo Answers user Florix who asks, "Did anyone else hated Alan Alda and Mash?" <laughs> <laughs> I'm Travis McElroy. I'm Griffin McElroy. This has been my brother, my brother, and me. Kiss your dad. Square on the lips. Keep your heart three stacks. Keep your heart. Hey, keep your heart three stacks. Keep your heart. Man, these girls are smart. Three stacks. These girls are smart. Play your part. MaximumFun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Listener supported.
Hey everyone, we're the Flophouse, one of the newest additions to the Maximum Fun Podcasting Network. I'm Dan McCoy. I'm Stuart Wellington. And I'm Elliot Kalin. What is the Flophouse, you may very well ask? We watch a bad movie and then we talk about it. A bad movie podcast? Isn't that like every fifth podcast on the internet? I'd answer that by saying, one, we've been doing this show for over seven years, long before the entire premise of our show was a cliche, and two, shut up. Sick burn. I'd say that our show is more of a comedy podcast. A podcast about words that sound like other words. A podcast about me singing long, irritating songs like this one. A podcast about pitches for a Ziggy comic book movie. Or discussions about sex tarps. Yeah, I mean, mostly it's a show about three friends just hanging out. And talking about ding-dongs. That's mostly used to. Wait, what? So if you like any of those things, subscribe in iTunes today or visit MaximumFun.org to follow the show. The Flophouse! Woo!